You are now listening to the Sitting Down with the Sisters podcast. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Sitting Down with the Sisters podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Ayo. I'm Tammy. And I'm Ashley. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Welcome back to the podcast. Mm-hmm. I have some housekeeping rules actually that I would like to say that I wrote down today because Whoa. I need to make sure that as you guys are watching us, you're supporting us to your fullest extent. Period. So the first reminder is that make sure you're subscribed. YouTube, Apple Podcast, Spotify. Like you might listen to us on Spotify and listen to us on Apple Podcasts, but you have to follow and subscribe on those platforms as well. Yeah, it helps. Yeah. Also follow us on our Instagram and Twitter. That is at SDWTS Podcast. Also, leave a review if you listen on, on Apple Podcasts because that helps Please as well. Please do. Please. Um, last two things. Ensure you like the video if you're watching on YouTube. <laughs> she said ensure. Because as you like the video, it pushes the video up in the YouTube algorithm and makes it reach more people. Mm-hmm. And lastly, when we post stuff on our social media, don't just skip past it. Engage with it. Mm-hmm. Because it helps to build a thriving community. That's it. And that is it from me. So that means liking the post, sharing it on your story. Everything. Commenting. Everything. Just whatever you can do. Whatever you can do. Support the girls. Because we're going places this year. Mm -hmm. And if you want to be with us, do it. If you want to get If you want to be on the winning team, honey. (laughs) Thank you, please and thanks. Yeah, no, thank you, obviously. (laughs) Because a lot of you do this without even us having to ask. And we appreciate every single one of you. And shout out to all of you who supported our like our christian twitter episode did really well so mm-hmm. shout out to all of you lot thank and you our, our episodes always do i'm happy with our followership we want to broaden our horizons mm-hmm. we've truly so, built a community and we're so grateful we're so, grateful. so grateful. thankful so thank you so much guys and also shout out to soapbox you guys already know mm-hmm. soapbox studios 2x. 2x on instagram you Correct. already know so today guys in light of if you're on social media as you, we always start our podcast like that if you're on mm-hmm. social media but i feel like <laughs> That's where most of us are in our generation. Right. If you're on there, you would have seen on Clubhouse specifically, there have been all there have been these topics relentlessly being top um um discussed. But specifically one we wanted to talk about, but not in the same way, because we're tired of it, is the black women versus black men debate. Because there seems to always be this aggro. Mm-hmm. This particular narrative that is always Yes had it's just and we want to move on from the debating part and actually come up with solutions so we're going to discuss it of course but we're going to give solutions as to how we can move forward Mm -hmm. yeah yes so i don't know if we need to say this but why do you guys think there is this debate and contention on clubhouse on social media in general at the moment um i can i go first yeah i don't i don't think it's the, I don't think it's I wouldn't say it's something that's trending on social media I feel like it does depend on the sort of people you do follow so you got to consider mm-hmm. that too so I know I follow um, majority of the people I follow are black so of course that's what I'm going to see on right. my clubhouse and timeline and as someone that does go on clubhouse every now and again just to skip through the rooms that are there I am getting a bit frustrated with going in there all like literally keywords black woman black man it's mm-hmm. it's really it's really getting frustrating but i understand the reason why it's being spoken about mm. initially what do you think it is? um i think the reason why it's being spoken about is because i feel like black women we've been tired of the performative actions that we're seeing from a lot of black men mm. and they've just maybe decided enough is enough even though i feel like it, it, enough has been enough for a while 
but you know clubhouse just seems to be the perfect platform to address the issue we've tried twitter and you know i feel like these things get triggered by usually by an, like something occurring there's always a situation mm. that occurs that triggers it a lot of the time that. um i can't think of one from the top of my head but it's usually something to do with um a black man not supporting black women and or maybe like an old tweet resurfacing mm. or just something uh, you know of that nature and it just becomes a whole debate where it seems as though black women are attacking black men but one thing I want to make clear to black men is we are not attacking you. You need to have the range to understand where we are talking about. The if range. you do not have the range, you will think it's an attack. Wow. It's not. Mm-hmm. We have no reason to attack mm-hmm. you. Instead point. of attack, we are speaking the facts. Loads of black women are speaking from personal experiences. Mm-hmm. So we haven't just read a book and decided to start gunning you down. No. Wow. It's what we've lived. Some are still living it. Wow. And it's just them speaking their truth so as a black man if you like like i said if you had the range you just wouldn't be offended if anything you will listen wow take it on board and you will really see how as a black man i i can't sit here and say you know as one person you can make a difference but you can be the start wow you know there are loads of other obviously like we will discuss other ways in which you you know as a community you can be um a part of the movement as a black man and that is not to say that we co-sign the women that literally just drag men because th- I think that's separate to what she's saying. Obviously, mm. there's people that are bitter and hurt and just always doing the most. There's a difference between constructive conversation and just echo chambers because mm. I think that's what social media is turning into. It's just echo chambers of people crying and complaining, but there's no solutions. And that's why we wanted to talk about it. Honestly. Today. Yeah. So yeah, what about you, Ash? I don't have anything to add. Okay, moving on from that. Then, where do you think the strife between black women and black men stems from? Like, would we say it's a Western issue? Like, or would you say this same strife and contention Hmm. is thriving in Africa and other places in the world? Ashley, do you want to go first with that one? That's a really good question. You know, I think it would be ignorant to ignore the fact that this definitely did stem from like places of slavery you know that whole Mm. history i think and it's kind of it's like a virus started from there and now it's spread within our own community and it's just something that we're not able to shake off really so i feel like it's manifesting Mm -hmm. differently in different areas like in regards to the black men versus black women because when you actually think about it it's when you look at the actual conversation what are we talking about Mm. What's actually been said? That's why I'm confused because I'm confused that you said slavery because in slavery times, I know that in history, if you read up on it, like the they would deliberately separate the men and women from each other from having a nuclear family. And that kind of was the catalyst for the statistic of fatherless homes. Right. So I wouldn't say that was something we as black people perpetuated on ourselves. No, but as in like... Yeah, yeah, so I was trying to understand what you mean. As in like... Obviously, that's not something we did to ourselves, but I feel like it's definitely something we've carried. Like okay. we haven't broke that, not in the sense where of um, fatherless single mothers, not in that sense, but oh, we okay. haven't broke that mentality, even as far as to say like when it comes to supporting black businesses oh. or when it comes to the whole competition, like, that's not something that we started. It was something that w- that came outside, but it's not something that we've broken we've within it. ourselves. We've welcomed it and it's kind of like it's thriving. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like we haven't 
um, intentionally gone out of our way to be like, okay, this is an issue. What can we do to, hence why we wanted to do this video so we can actually discuss, okay, what solutions can we do to move forward? I feel like it's the same conversations happening over and over and just different titles. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. obviously I'm not on Clubhouse, but just the, the ones that I'm seeing being shared, it's the same conversations, just different titles. Mm-hmm. I hear that. Do you get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And obviously like, just to re- reiterate my point, um, obviously we didn't start it even as slavery we that's not our fault mm-hmm. but i definitely do think that we've we've carried and we've sort of emphasized just certain like we haven't shaken it off essentially is what i'm saying okay that's mm-hmm. why i feel like it stems from there because where else did it start mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i feel like anyway mm-hmm. what about you? i think i'm not sure where i think it stems from i genuinely just think that a lot of the issues that cite themselves on clubhouse and twitter are human issues that we've deemed made black if that makes sense so the i think mm. there are some things that pertain to specifically black women and black men i'm not going to be dense and act like that's right because right, that right. of course when it comes to like attractiveness and so many different topics that come up there is a lot of racial tension or like race there's a race aspect to it but i do think that some of it just stems from the um interactions that women have with men and because mm. a lot of women black women specifically feel very loyal to their black men as though they should they they only are interested in black men and only give black men a chance i do think because that's their main experience that's where they cite their mm. experiences from mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if you remember your question had a lot to do you asked something to do with like the western Is it a society western issue? and going back to that yes it's a western issue the reason i say that is because like you said it's them it it kind of fits into like different topics let's take beauty for example like how do i say it like um of course like like with black women like you said a lot of us we are willing to go for like black men more than any other race Mm -hmm. but I don't know if it's scientifically scientifically proven anyway but if you were to look on the other side like with our brothers with black men they have more of a range like they're more likely to date outside their race and which there is absolutely nothing wrong with Mm -hmm. but I don't I don't necessarily know if it comes from um I don't necessarily know if that aspect comes from like the westernized um, society or whatever, but I do feel like, oh, I've kind of lost my point. What I was trying to say is I feel like um, black men have, remember what you said about black women, like we're in terms of protecting each other, Mm -hmm. right? Let's, let's focus on that bit. Mm -hmm. In terms of protecting each other, I can't help but think, of course we know our black we have a lot of black men around us Mm -hmm. that will protect us not because we're women but just each other Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. but um i can't help but think as black women we are more likely to put ourselves on the line for our fellow black men than they are Mm -hmm. sorry i know it took me a while to get to my (laughs) point but yeah we're more likely to put ourselves on the line for them than they are for us um and like i said remember what i said in the beginning of this video for you to understand what i am trying to say you need to have the range we are not in competition with each other Mm. this is not a did you who did who did what Mm -hmm. this is a conversation about everyone as a community and the Mm -hmm. part that we're playing Mm -hmm. so this is not putting the blame black men 
you know, do you get what yeah, I'm trying to say? That. So I think that's a very good point about mm. where it could stem from because if black women feel unprotected by their own men, mm-hmm. then of course there's going to be problems. Yeah, right? and I feel like it's always been like that. And I feel like as a black woman, the frustration has hap- has come now because, you know, if, when you go on social media, you see black women being praised quite a lot. You know, you know, black women this, all black women are beautiful, da, 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 da. And a lot of it comes from, if you look really like deep within, a lot of these men had, did not have that same attitude when they were younger which which i can understand that obviously we were younger first of all age can play a part absolutely because you're more easily influenced when you're younger mm-hmm. um what you see on tv is what you're more likely to take on you know mm-hmm. social theory like right. that's a real thing um so we cannot deny that has a part to play however i can't now sit here and tell you that as a black woman i sort of had that same mentality growing up because i didn't Exactly. I've always seen black I. men as part of us and you know I can I can appreciate black men did have their experiences with black women growing up 100% mm-hmm. from what I've heard 100% you know. I saw it yeah do, do you know what I mean mm. so it was like a thing where we, when we were younger we were really gunning for each other and I don't know where that, that came from that on beautifully to the next point like how would we say we've experienced these contentions and this strife amongst right black, because that's really what is the it's what it's about yeah I think, do you want to go first? Yeah, I don't go first. I have stories on stories on stories on stories. Mm. I think linking on for what you said about protection, yeah. Where I've come from, or just in general, how I think, I'm very, uh, we're together, like, unified type of babe. Like, I like unity. I like the concept of our, we kept, we're, we're riding for each other. And I feel like when, when I got to secondary school is where it started. For me, where I saw black men really weren't my biggest fan, or like, they weren't trying to be protective or care about how I how I'm treated mm. and they were happy to almost allow other people to berate me that were not black and right. be part of the people laughing about it or even instigate it right. examples would be about my skin tone whether I, apparently I was too I was dark coming from darker people dark, coming from you people, know? people even with the same skin tone as you yeah. coming up with words like black black people came up with that word by the way it's not like other people it's like a self destruction there was like a very insidious thing um, other things like like attractivity, attractiveness and just feeling as like I was literally told I was ugly to my face in secondary school, stuff mm-hmm. like that, like just not feeling. OK, this is one thing that has always just been a part of my experience is that when you go into a room of black men, you automatically think that they're already looking at you to see whether you're attractive or not, mm-hmm. because in school mm-hmm. it was like if you if you're not pretty, you can't like, be cool. Basically, you're, not, you're just nothing. You're, like, yeah. yeah. If you don't have anything alluring, you're not respected. You're not given that respect. Yeah. yeah. And so my default became I just became the performer. I became the funny person because you almost needed a way of surviving in a space where you didn't feel safe. Mm-hmm. And that was my way was mm-hmm. to just find. So you overcompensated. Mm-hmm. Just because I embraced myself, not mm-hmm. to say I suppressed or made. I didn't ever want to be light art or anything like that. I just, I just, just wanted to have a good experience. Yeah, like, I what just, the hell? It wanted to be treated fairly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, so, like yeah, I will say that's like kind of what I've. And just to add on to what Ayo said, she's not, she's not out here saying like this is. You know, we go through secondary school. Of course, you're going to get times where people make fun of you or whatever. It's mm-hmm. not just your average, oh, yeah, oh, we're yeah, kids no, 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 kind no, no, of no. thing. This had a lot to do with 
being a black woman oh, yeah, i'm so sorry to leave. let's make that very clear and obviously at the time unfortunately we didn't have the range to understand what was really going on yeah. it's just now coming being older and seeing it as a black man are appreciating the color of our skin now i had a friend in school a black man in you know at the time black boy in school that specifically made it clear that he did not like black girls yes he didn't like black girls and now he's very big on black women why I'm glad he's educated himself and understood, you know, done his research right. and whatever. And he's grown out of that mentality, but it still stemmed from somewhere. Do you know what I mean? It was like, oh yeah, like uh, you, you like what? What was your reason for not like for not liking for not liking black women? Oh, you guys are too loud, or you guys are this, and then, you know, the white girls are just more quieter, and you know, things like that. And it's just like, okay redundant like mm. what now do you know what i mean so like i said the cool girls were usually like the light-skinned girls and, and don't get it twisted it's not a, a thing where we were begging to be cool we didn't want to be cool we just wanted but to be at least accepted just, as a human being yeah mm-hmm. that's literally it and it's by people our age as well that's why it's just so crazy and a lot of it unfortunately came from black boys most and of it majority I, of it and yeah. i still have friends till this day black women till this day that are very traumatized by that experience that they find it hard to date black men oh, believe it or not no because you sometimes honestly a lot of it till to this day is sometimes unfathomable to you as a person whether you don't even think whether the black men will think you're nice you mm. don't know whether black men that are from same backgrounds as you will think you and the thing is you don't even I don't understand this narrative that was pushed in school specifically. If you were not attractive, then there was no point being nice to you. Why do you have to be attracted to someone to treat them with respect? Yeah, that was always something that just didn't... I, it's not like I'm attracted to every single black man. It's not. We're not asking for that. That's yeah. not what we're asking mm. for. And we're just asking for, as a fellow black person... Mm-hmm respect mm-hmm. common respect yeah and like like i keep saying it's got nothing to do with like the general consensus of being young and being stupid or no, being silly I don't like that it yeah. Ha- yeah you can't use that because i was young it. once mm-hmm. upon a time you were I, all young. i'm not here calling like I'm, i don't ever recall calling a black man like saying something specifically about a black Blake, guy or Blake, being black and you know it, it just never occurred to me because that's not normal mm-hmm. do you know what i mean so for those things to run and not to say like this is anyone's well our fault but wherever it's come from we've welcomed it and we made it a thing within our community and it's still a thing within our community but i don't think it's as of course it's not as accepted because social media exists now but a good example is all those tweets that were re- like resurfaced like a while back from all these celebrities Do- those were those were what people were li- those were people's realities yeah, 100%, Do you know what i mean those sure. were people's realities and yeah like it's not like i keep saying it's not uh us versus you guys it's just genuinely coming together and obviously i can't speak from a black man's experience because i'm not a black man and i can appreciate black men had their part to play but unfortunately someone said something yeah Mm. someone said black men even whether they know it or not yeah black men are trendsetters a lot of the things that black men say goes within within, like in the social media world and Mm -hmm. you know when it comes to a lot of women and what they do and i don't know if black men want to accept that or not forget the fact that you're black for once first of all you're you're man do you know i mean Mm -hmm. men they have how do i put it like men have um there's a certain dominance there's a certain that dominance they that, have, that they possess. whether they whether you men want to accept it or not or but there's you're a certain aware of do- it yeah not. there's a certain dominance you have over us as women that alone and then being a black man it, 
at that like for example let me give you an example like bbls for example like black i'm sorry to say but i do i do believe that black men have perpetuated that idea of bbls mm. the reason why is because oh my god a big ass you know they black men love that and look at all the women that if are getting BBLs. the men in hip-hop as do well you know those type I mean? of women were in their music videos, in their music videos so and guess what's trending right now that do you know what i'm saying so the power that you have can be shifted towards other things and ways in which you can change these narratives right. mm. rather than just accepting it and saying that oh because i'm a black man i don't do that it's none of my concern it is you know it if really you're not calling is. out your boys and stuff on it if you're exactly, not call- you're definitely yeah. adding to it i know i'm talking actually? sorry yeah. <laughs> i know i'm talking a lot you <laughs> know you cool. two said everything honestly um similar i would say even just like sixth form yeah like how we were labelled. Obviously, we all went to the same sixth form. Oh my days! How did I not remember that? Listen, I was just, literally when you was explaining that literally popped up. But um, I remember we all went to the same sixth form, obviously. Um, and there was a big batch of us, like they maybe us like African batch. Yeah, maybe like there was ten of us, twelve of us, yes. something. We were just, there was just a lot of us yeah. essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were known as African batch. As she said we were known as the loud batch, the loud table. Um, we were known as like the ghetto ones and would, uh, do you know what even though they didn't but you can know we know what they you, were the, the way they the, the attitude they had essentially the way they were calling us loud they were they were more saying we were a nuisance mm-hmm. yeah. and essentially how they were calling us <laughs> loud it was fitting to ghetto because they weren't saying we were loud in a good obviously being obviously to some people being loud isn't a good thing or whatever but the way they were saying it it was just very it was just yeah, like, oh like, they yeah, just they need to put like, to the side like you just don't want them girls. around that's the sort of vibe they were giving and were we loud yes yeah 100% but even on t- even days when we weren't loud like that was that attitude what, was that was the label we were given we were basically. given i think as well because at six by the time we got to six form i think a lot of us had become more accepting of ourselves and mm-hmm. just we didn't really care for yep. anybody's approval at right. that point so we were so cool with being ourselves and mm-hmm. articulating ourselves and we had a, a support system with us right guys as most of us were girls and we had a couple boys in the batch too and mm-hmm. like we were just comfortable yeah exactly. so like and, and i felt like mm-hmm. because we exuded that mm-hmm. people were just like because in secondary school, it weren't like that mm. for us at all. So they probably saw and it as you like could a shift. They yeah. were like, oh, wow, what's a shift, here? And I think it, it, it took people aback for sure. And the reason why I even mentioned that, some people might think, oh, it's not that deep. Like we all, you, everyone experienced like the loud black girls in secondary school or college or whatever. The only reason why I had, the only reason why I see it as an issue now, I don't see it as like, oh, something to reminisce on. Like, yay, good thing. Let's have it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because there were other groups of girls who weren't black who were if not more loud just as loud right but because we were black we that's got the, the label, label we got and it was just like oh don't you don't want to be around them and i'm of. just like huh I, I why is it why is it that we were that. oh yeah no no because i can i can think of group of girls now listen that were even <laughs> less than less than us like, like i said there were 12 of us there were probably less than five even just five or six loud as well they were if not loud louder mm-hmm. and but yet we no... had that label because we were black we were seen as rowdy yeah or... and the common denominator is that it was black men that would first say it maybe exactly. and then everybody else would this, when we say it, we're, when we say they're trendsetters this is yeah. what we mean mm-hmm. for example like, i was going to give an example a quick one if you remember that um rapper that came out a few re- um, months ago that white rapper that was um, rapping in Yoruba oh, yeah. and oh, he was yeah. having, remember when he his song came, I forgot his name but if you guys know it put it in the comments or whatever so he his tweets resurfaced like 
when he bleed oh, yes, and yes. he was talking about black me- black women in a in a crazy way so he had an interview ZZ Mills sat down with her we got to find out that his very 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 close friend that he's grown up with is a Nigerian guy and he grew up around black guys um hence the reason why he was able to put Yoruba in one of his verses and basically in other words what a lot of people concluded from that rightfully so is that i'm sorry like the black men that you were around of course you had said these things mm-hmm. to around they made them. him feel for you to tweet to up, you can't just wake up one morning and tweet about you mm-hmm. said it around your friends you've seen that they haven't corrected you so that's why you've now taken you've it up even heard up it from those friends from do those you know black what i mean men. so now it's ended up on social media had you had been shut down by your black friends after saying things like that about black women there's no way you'll put that on social mm, media crazy that is so crazy because it's like you're literally leading into points very beautifully because the next one was the lack of accountability amongst black men yeah. mm. because because to summarize that point though about the experiences we've had, I think what black men don't realize is that yes, okay, that was in the past. That happened in secondary school. Oh, that happened in sixth form. Oh, get over oh, well. it. It still happens now, by the way. So let's not pretend that. Right. But that does affect even in workplaces. How black women? Oh, yeah, workplaces. Still feel about themselves. Oh so, my god, sorry, workplaces. Hmm. It definitely, definitely still happens. Of course. So yeah, th- I think one of the big issues that continues to make the cycle perpetuate itself is the lack of accountability amongst black men. Mm-hmm. What you'll tend to see is that when black women are being dragged by black men, black men are kikiing. Like it's a, it's fun. They're there's, under there with the means. It's very rare that like, there's only usually like the rare percentage of a black, of black men that come out and stand up for black women in certain times. And we also see you got, even the ones that are not kiki and the one that are silent. Oh, you're silent, yeah. Mm. Like there's no, you're watching there's it this whole narrative of, or just this whole attitude of, I don't need to say anything because it's not me doing it. Yeah. Every man for themselves. But when it's black women, we are defending black men as if we we born them, as if as if we pushed them out of our own womb. So who sent us? Really I just think it's innate. Like it's I innate. Of it's course, innate. that's what I'm trying and to get at. And I think that's what makes us feel so offended by it is the fact that you. Lot Why is don't it not innate for same, you? That same loyalty to us. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And it's as if as black women were made to feel bottom of the barrel. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's yeah. just how like it I is. I remember there was um, on Twitter, I remember it came up again when someone was like, remember that whole trend of, oh, um, what's it? Twitter club. If you're if you're Latina, you get in for free. If you're um, <laughs> Asian, you pay this much. But then if you're black, you'll be lucky that. to even get in. You'll be lucky to even get in. Yeah, it was like some, they were doing like this game. It was like, oh, to enter like Twitter club. This is how you know. It's just It's just, uh, all these things are just I know, so it was crazy. a black man who did that. He was like, if you're, was. Like, if you're Puerto Rican, oh, you get in for free. Because you know, that you know, Puerto Ricans, they're loud, but they're loud is sexy. It's, it's, it's sex, yeah, fiery, it's spi- you know, it's like, spicy. Um, spicy, yeah. That sort of vibe. <laughs> and then if you're <laughs> Asian, oh, I think they one, it was like a low fee. And then if you're black, yeah, can't lie. It's not happening for yeah. you. No fan. Or if you're attractive, the fee was mad, but you can still get in. Can you imagine? Like we have to be attractive to be accepted. That's the bit. That's, that's the scary point. to me. Mm-hmm. I think it's very scary because why does everything equate to whether when I, when you look at me, you feel some sort of pleasure? Before why you can't then decide. it just be I'm a human being? You respect me, right? The level of maturity is probably like I don't know how your brain has developed. It's a minus because the parallels we keep drawing is that I think what it is though it stems from the oversexualization of black women for sure in the media absolutely and then also like just the fact that I don't know how to explain it I think that is it actually just that that. because that's the only time we we come to mind it's true because even that black man on twitter what did he do he was like oh um trying to emphasize a point that oh most black men would go for a light or sh- lighter shade 
of a black woman than yeah, look a dark skin players. woman because they did oh Lupita against Zendaya and Sweetie. Oh, who would you go for? What, what's that? Why are and you? Every conversation is attra- attractiveness. Everything. It's about attractiveness. About who you find. It just doesn't make sense. Like you're talking about going for lighter skinned women. Look at football players. Like we see it every day on the day. Mm. Of course, not to say football players don't marry black women, but do you get what I mean? I like it's, it's everywhere. It's, it's just scary. Did you guys see what was trending? Um, basically, you know the whole um, situation with Dave, Dave, and how he was on the yacht with um, two YouTubers, and then a guy on Snapchat Not two was YouTubers. like, "It was Fredo and." There were two YouTubers, there were two Kennedy but Simone then, yeah. and Corey oh, Ray. Oh, you talking about the girls? I thought you were talking about the men. Sorry, oh no, no, the, no, girls, the girls. Yeah, sorry, sorry. and then um, some a black man, unfortunately. <laughs> was oh, like I can't lie black men when you reach a certain level of fame that. you can't be going for black women you have to leave them behind at a certain point so believe. a black man said yeah. this was literally this week yeah even just a couple a couple of days ago it, today it's, it's currently Thursday this was maybe like Tuesday I cannot I'm when I this is that, what we're talking you know about. Mad. This is how, literally how a lot what we're talking of about. Black men actually feel. So when I saw the fake outrage, like, oh my days, a black performative. Why are you? Sh- don't when pretend. You, you know you you're. We know you're pretending. Do you know what's crazy? You talk as well? about it, you, with your boys. You all sit there and discuss it. Some of you. Mate, do you know what's crazy as well? The whole Dave situation where they were where girl. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I do think people drag Dave for no reason because a man can go on holiday and just because a dark skinned girl's not there doesn't mean we need to scream. Absolutely. We should be securing ourselves knowing we're fully beautiful enough. We Absolutely. Don't, it's not him having us on his holiday that's going to make us feel like we're 10 out of 10. Right. He's allowed to go on holiday have his time. Those are his friends. That's you know even performative that's, on exactly, its own. That don't need to be and seen He doesn't that. need to because people are like, oh, he has a song called Black. That don't matter. Like it's so fine. Remixing the How lyrics. Would you, uh, like, it's the way people reacted to it. Mm. It's the way th- that example about the black man saying, oh, when because Dave is getting up in th- with the money and stuff now. Now he's leave leaving black, black women behind. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Leave your mum and sisters. But then. really and truly, on the <laughs> I'm so done. But at the same time as well, there are people not saying that this is Dave, but there are <laughs> artists who use the whole because, like I said, it's trending to uplift black women. Oh, oh my course. black queens. Oh, all of this. There are a lot of them. It's performative. You don't actually feel that way. And stop you're calling just doing us it strong. You know you're gonna and get stop the calling views. Us queens. You're gonna get the support from black women. We're gonna give you the pedestal. And you know that by doing that, you're going to get a certain attention. But that's it sounds last, so patronizing. That's the, that's the last we hear from you. Any other black issues, when it's um, black women being dragged on the TL, we don't hear from you ever again. Crickets. All we know mm. is that song that you did that you featured a black woman with a crown. The and one you that's put her on a throne. The one that's, that's the one that's put money in your and pockets. You've, you've, you've literally just dressed her in jewels. That's it. That's and the one that's queen, put money in your pockets. Melanin, melanin, melanin. Oh my black queen. It's just fetish. My Nubian queen. Sorry. My caramel queen. Shut Every bloody day, fetishization. Queen, queen, queen. We're tired. I'm not a queen. I'm actually just a normal girl from South London. I'm not a queen. Child of an immigrant. And it's the whole, That's who oh, I am. Putting us on a pedestal. Oh, strong. No, we're tired. I'm not we strong. I'm about it. through things. I'm, I'm tired. Weak. I'm tired. Oh. No, honestly, real. We actually see the I'm, performativeness. I'm, I'm tired. I'm like, sick. And do you know that's what we gotta do better. Do you know what makes it less performative is if behind closed doors, not just on the flipping TL, that's it. you lot were actually educating yourselves and calling each other out when mm-hmm. you're seeing black men do And the things. children you are raising as well. Know what you are telling them. For example, that man that has tweeted that, hopefully he hasn't gone and polluted his son's mind if he has kids to then be thinking like that. Yes. Because at the end of the day, we need to think of the next generation too. Mm-hmm. When I'm not trying to have 
a black children, specifically a black daughter in this life, that's not appreciated because of the color of her going skin. The exact what same is going on? We like it's actually a bunch of BS at this point because, like, we're literally talking about all our last. Couple what have we points. done for y'all? But like. One point I put down that we need to discuss is why the term strong black women is irritating. I feel like the reason it's irritating, yeah, is because why is it that we have to be strong? Why is that when you think of black women, the synonymous word you think of is strong? Mm. Why can't we just exist? The same way we talk about black excellence, yeah. Why is it that every black person needs to be excellent? Why can't there just be normal black people? To mm-hmm. me, it just to sounds performative. Like it's it like we, it's like the expectation of black people is that if you're not overperforming, then you don't deserve recognition. Mm. You don't. If with black women, as a black woman, you're not strong, then you don't deserve recognition. If as a black man, you're not in the top top echelon of what you're doing then you don't deserve it that is so poor because mm. we allow other people to be mediocre right but when it comes to black people we have not. to be strong that's carrying on that irritating. same mentality from slavery sorry that that's what so it irritating. is everyday black queen everyday you're strong i'm tired exhausted be the strong black women we know you are no i'm tired. like it's like glorifying suffering like i'm that's not the there for it. it and it's tiring i'm not glorifying that's suffering like, that's why i said slavery because that's actually where it stems from yeah mm. oh just, the whole oh carrying our men on our back yeah doing this taking one strong team, independent in- black women <laughs> oh <laughs> it's enough the, the labeling is too much i'm just Being a black on the woman. front line for our men honestly leave us alone or step up oh if you it's want sad. me to be strong you too carry me when mm. you see guy, men women as well of course but men when you see your fellow men doing things that you know are not right don't be silent. We're begging you. Speak up for us. Because mm. at the end of the day, a lot of them won't do it to our faces. So we'll never know they're doing it. You it's people behind. that, the ones that they'll do it in front of are you, you yes. lot. So you're in the your ones that, chat, the ones that know better. you're sending pictures of girls into Go the group chat and, and, and you're talking them and you're out. I don't know what else I can really think of in terms of solutions. how to yeah, solutions. solutions but that's what I mean. Accountability like, is the main yeah. one. I think that's the main, it's main, the main one. one. Can I say, the first thing is accepting there's a problem. Because a lot of black men are still in denial mm-hmm. this is what i said like i said this is, is the third time i'm s- the third time i'm saying it in this podcast episode you need to have the range to un- listen from the beginning if you hadn't switched off yet if you didn't have the range oh, you're going to be very annoyed very right now did i not tell you you have to have the range to understand what we're saying so in having the range you have to accept there is a problem 100 mm-hmm. 100 and after that it's about accountability. Yeah. After that, it's seen, okay, what aspects of me perpetuates this narrative? Mm-hmm. Are there still things that I do as a black man that would in would offend, upset, or uh, what's that word? Like put down, patronize, condescend of my black women and stop doing it. And also look at the people around you and say, okay, now that I've looked at myself and yes. I've seen certain attributes that I don't, I don't like, what attributes in my friends am I encouraging? Yes. Am I not calling out? One practical one we've mentioned earlier, but stop going into rooms and just analysing women when you look at them. As in like, okay, you go into a room of black women. Why not sexual And objects? in your head, you're just automatically, okay, that's the prettiest one. That one is literally, I she, see it on So the she's the one that deserves all my respect because she's mm-hmm. the prettiest. That one, I'm not even going to look at her because who cares? That and one, that's even a problem, you that's know. That's so if you, scary. If you look at women or just in general if you can't look at a person without thinking okay is this someone that i can sleep with is this someone that i can flirt with you actually have a problem i'm so sorry yeah i'm actually very sorry to tell you and that is the dictate as to whether you're going to treat them with respect that is scary i I hope you know that that Mm -hmm. is scary you have a problem you haven't got anyone to tell you so that's one solution stop invalidating black women's experiences That that heavy on that one that too oh i didn't see it happen so it didn't happen you're mad world war ii 
Stop, re- stop using your social media to be an echo chamber for toxicity as well. Mm. If you're seeing certain things, yeah, don't start. Dysonomics said this, yeah, and I really appreciate it. There was this black man that said um, he had tattoos all over his face. I saw. Yeah, and he was talking derogatorily about black oh, men. Oh, yes, I And he was like, that. this first started on TikTok. Don't bring it on Twitter because you're making other people see it. You're making other people become more offended. You're making people upset. Other young black stop. women who are impressionable. Do you know what I'm saying? Don't. Hmm. When you see certain things on social media, you also have a duty to use your social media with wisdom. Mm. As you're perpetuating certain narratives, as you're retweeting stuff, as you're laughing and kicking, you're upsetting people, you're triggering people, you're you're still furthering certain narratives. So you need to be careful how I you use your social media. There's certain things I see, I'm never going to retweet it. I'm never ever going to even interact with it at all because then it's giving it more power. That guy with the tattoo saying he doesn't want black women on his, I don't care if he doesn't want me. I don't need to tell, come and tell the whole of Twitter he's a, he's a bulldog looking ass. Jesus, Lord. <laughs> right. Do you know what I was going to say? Even to add on that, <laughs> you saying to not share it. Okay, like some people's reason, oh, I'm shocked. I need other people. No, be shocked on your own. Facts. Be shocked in silence. You Facts. don't need, oh, everything that you're shocked by, do you, it does, it's not for you to share. You're not, not even ed- shocked. Shut up. <laughs> That what time you're, not, yeah. you're lying. And it's not even edifying to nobody. You're telling us you're shocked. Okay, cool. What do you want us to do? <gasps> the last one i have as well yeah the last solution i think we should give is listen because i think as temi said temi alluded to don't invalidate black women's experience but i think what the the problem is yeah a lot of people are not willing to communicate about this stuff people are not willing to actually sit down with each other and be like okay what's the triggering stuff because it makes them uncomfortable exactly Mm. that's the same thing with the not all men that's been happening recently men are getting offended about this not all men i mean they're starting this trend not all men because they themselves don't feel coming like not all lives matter pause pause okay the reason why it is why people are addressing men is because women don't know the men that are doing it Hmm. they actually don't know and so they're addressing you lot in in uh, what's the, in, in general wait mm-hmm. what do you want them to do go write down the list of men that do it like they don't even know who they are what's the most important mm. thing is to actually listen when women are speaking because I think sometimes you think we're just talking and it's just coming out and a lot of and a lot of them just talk to respond shut That's, up I was, I was literally going to say that you when already you have your yeah. actually understand because you already have understand your preconceived notions and even if you don't That's understand it. because at the end of the day you are men we are women we have different experiences don't invalidate their feet that is what they are going through vice versa we won't do that to you mm-hmm well I'm, I can only speak for us yeah. you know, and the babes that li- you lot that listen to us smart we don't babes do that. Do you know what I mean? we know you're intelligent we don't invalidate people's experience so don't be like oh that was years ago okay and some people are literally still in pain because nobody has listened to I didn't know them. pain had an expiry date hmm. <laughs> so I hope you have heard and I hope you have listened. This debate is getting extremely tired. We don't want to keep talking about this. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if you can see it in my face, but I'm tired. Extremely. I'm not and happy. The people who I'm are tired. in these sort of club, ho- club what's it called? Clubhouses. Clubhouse. Yeah, that one. Clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> so people that are hosting these sort of rooms do better. Because if you're not doing solution room, then just cancel it. Just yeah, because you the more you don't actually need to speak, you know. Sometimes silence is better. Yeah, no, because it's actually okay to be quiet. I was watching something, and some, and this therapist basically said, "There's no point in contis- continuously talking about the past if you're not going to talk about solutions." That's like, it. People love to rehash and rehash and rehash and rehash and rehash and all you're day like picking, long. You're picking at an old wound, literally, and it's off bleeding, a scab, bleeding, and bleeding, bleeding. But there's no solution. So then, where do we go from here? Mm. Mm. That's what we're saying to you. It's time to end it. Black women, black men, we need to we need to go on to the next page because we've been on page one. 
from the for too long now and there's 150 pages we're still on page one we're still on page one so it's sad for really, you lot, if you ask me that have stuck it out to the end of this episode please leave your comments down below on mm-hmm. what you think the solutions are as well share your thoughts and opinions as always share this episode like comment and subscribe all that good stuff we'll see you in our next episode bye guys bye, bye.